Hey boys, I'm I'm gonna have to take the hit for this one. I made a huge mistake in suggesting and picking this movie. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I apologize because it's a real fucking movie. <laughs> you have no idea how disappointed I am in you. I I picked a movie and it was it was a movie. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed up, dude. I can't. I listen. I'll make it up to you. I'll make it up to you. Next week, we can watch the remake of The Pack. <sighs> Welcome to Rough Cuts. <laughs> Dogs. They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Hey, are you going to be okay? There are over 32 million dogs in this country today. Sure, somebody will come and take you in. A flesh-eating mammal. They have been kept in a domesticated state by man since prehistoric times. When abandoned by man, left to fend for themselves, and deprived of food, they will resort to the most primitive means of survival. Given no other choice, they form the pack. Look, this was, it's a this real a film. Movie. We watched a real movie. I've watched a real movie. I don't... It's, it's just a movie. They make those? They make movies with dogs in them that are like actual movies. What, what the hell? They had characters and it Wait. had plot and tension and like stunts. Wait, and... that's what a movie is? I thought a movie was like tropes and... <laughs> And bad and shaky cam. And violence. Violence and... out of nowhere for no reason. Uh, sexism Nonsensical constantly. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought that's what a movie was. What's this? You know, like, some bad ADR, people talking over each other. Uh, talking like... dogs. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. a film. No. No, you... It turns out that you can put something on film that is enjoyable to watch. No, see, that's alien to me. What does that even mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it means this movie. This movie was... Holy this shit. This movie's good. Yeah, okay, so we watched The Pack. 1977. Uh, the, the original. The yeah, the 1977 the original. original. And uh, it's supposed to be a horror film, and it is at points for mm -hmm. sure, but it has themes and mm -hmm. characters that do things that aren't just stupid. <laughs> For no reason? It, it, it is a, a movie where... Okay, so... Yeah. It, it's a movie where there's a lot... There's a bunch of action scenes that are very tense. Uh-huh. And then it's like, okay, so then it's all stupid action scenes. And it's like, nope, nope. Oh, there's also scenes of it being, like, quiet and introspective. And you're like, oh, so boring, like most of the movies. But no. No, yeah. <laughs> Neither. No, no it, it, it's, like... Hmm. Slow, slow burn dread for scenes where you're like waiting for somebody to get hurt like I don't know a, a horror movie would it has fuck moder moderation in how it yeah. displays its violence and yep. it has purpose behind every scene in which that is displayed Blicks, there's themes there's there's a theme and a message to this movie, 
and it starts from the beginning of the movie and it goes through to the end of the movie and nothing contradicts the theme or like makes it stupid and the theme is interesting and compelling and makes sense. Okay, so you understand our confusion. Right? <laughs> like, like, what happened here? <laughs> well, the real confusion is why the fuck does this movie have a 45% rating for audience on Rotten Tomatoes? I mean, it has to be because it's a 70s movie and, like, people just think 70s movies are boring, right? It has to be something like that. I, yeah, I guess, like, that That has to be it. I, I kind of feel like I need to look up uh, like, a thing, actually. This is, this is... I wouldn't even say this is a B movie. This is just a movie. No, no. This yeah. This is we we talked about this. Yeah. This movie feels uh, like it doesn't follow the same tropes and stuff as Jaws, which came out two years earlier. Yeah, like, it's not the same movie at all. I I was worried about that at first. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good. This this is going to be a semi competent knockoff of Jaws because Jaws came out before it. It's wildlife versus man, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it. Never, it, no, it has its own vision and stuff, but at the same time, it, it is still like the same time period and stuff. So it's like it's a movie that has some of the same build up and stuff like that. Yeah, like, honestly, it feels like Jaws, it feels like Jaws with maybe a little bit less of a budget, but like, and and the the animals in this movie aren't really like. Like, in Jaws, the shark is sort of just a murderous slasher, basically. Yes. In this movie, they're not even that. They're just neglected, mistreated, and they're just, I don't know. They're not there to, like, get revenge on the humans. They're just trying to survive, I guess. Like, Yeah, it is much more of a... um... It, it's it's a lot more of a again a thematic theme. Yeah. Like it feels like Jaws is it's just a slasher movie but with a creature. Yeah. Um. Not not to insult Jaws too much, but I always Jaws doesn't feel like it necessarily has a lot of themes to it. Well, it's a good movie. But... In the sequels, it's literally a revenge slasher where the child of Jaws goes after the like. Well, sure. I, I'm not necessarily the sequels are not good movies. No, <laughs> but... although one of them is in 3D. It, it is. I can't wait true. for the pack in 3D. <laughs> oh my god! I, like, like I'm, I'm, they are gonna shit on this film so bad in that that remake that came out. I was gonna say I'm so, so terrified of watching the remake now because well now suck. I'm invested because I actually like this movie. This movie yeah. is good, but I feel like okay. So I had to look it up, and I, I was gonna say um, I feel like it's probably a bit of the uh, the Vavitch, uh the syndrome <laughs> where like. <laughs> The Vich has a 59% audience score. Okay. And I... Did you ever see it? Mm-mm. Okay. The Witch is, like, easily one of my top three all-time horror movies. Like, it's fucking fantastic, but mm. it's slow. Like, it's not boring when it's slow, but it's building up a dread. And I think that there's a lot of people that don't have the patience for it. Yeah, this whole movie has this overwhelming feeling of melancholy and dread and tragedy. Yes. Just nothing the, nobody dies in this film because they're a, an asshole and they deserve it. No. And none of the dogs die because they're murderous hor I mean they are, but they're not just like some horrible monster that like oh god, we need to shoot that fucker. Like yeah. it's, it's just like it feels tragic even when they die. 
Yes, the dog, because the, the, the setup of it is that it is, okay, so there's Seal yeah. Island, which is an, uh, a, a kind of remote community where tourists go out to fish occasionally, but for the most part, it's like a few kind of like, there's even a Prospector Joe kind of guy. Prospector Joe! <laughs> but like, yeah. they're, they're all on this island and they're kind of rough, rugged woods people. Um, kind of the main character is the marine biologist slash wildlife officer kind of thing mm-hmm. that, that lives on the island. And, they're, you know, they're, they're a remote community. They've got, like, a boat comes in every once a week kind of thing to drop off supplies. They've got a ham radio. It's it's that kind of a place. And then you get the occasional tourists and things like that. And what happens is these tourists are assholes. Yeah. And the, the so the setup is that the tourists come in, they... Uh, take dogs from like the local pounds uh, around the area and then they have the dog for the summer and then they're like ah we'll just dump it and I'm like god I can believe that people would do that yeah and they just like tie it out in the woods and then leave yeah there's actually a setup where there was one dog in particular at the beginning of this film where they're like well I mean if we just tie it up out in the woods it's no worse off than when we left it at the pound we'll just it'll not sell free and then it'll be free on the island it's fine fucking assholes yeah like the movie is not saying that's good by the way the movie does a really good job of being like hey these fuckers are the reason that this is a problem and what it is is that these abandoned and neglected family pets end up having to struggle to survive and Mm -hmm. they are starving and they start attacking people and so it's a very man versus nature but man caused the problems with nature kind of story it's sort of an environmentalist story in a way. Yes. Because... Oh, I, I wouldn't even say in a way. I, I think yeah, it's very much an environmentalist story. it's talking about how humans affect the environment around them through their neglect and mistreatment of animals, basically. Yes. That's the And a lot of it. that also ends up being self-destructive. Yeah. the message. And, and yeah. it will come back and bite us eventually for our own neglect. Yeah, maybe even literally. And in this case... Actually, literally, yes. Because an animal, even if you tame it at some point, will, yeah, I mean, they'll turn to survival, right? Like, mm-hmm. that, yep. that's the message. Fuck, we watched a movie! <laughs> we watched a movie. The movie has a message. It has, the uh, acting is good. The acting is good. Yeah. The shots are good. The stunts are good. The dogs are good. The dogs look good. We got worried at one point because we were yeah. like, okay, this movie is really good so far. And it's it's looking interesting. And it's got, like, a lot of, uh, like, scenes that are kind of intense. And we're like, these dogs look really fucked up. And kind of, they're like, okay, it's the 70s. Did they mistreat these dogs? Is this a, is this a really... Man, these dogs look really scary because they actually mistreated these dogs. And it's like, nope. No, we found an interview um, with a few people from the yeah. movie, and it, it seems like the dogs were treated pretty fairly. I mean, like, who knows? Well, the, 100%, the actress, but... um, so this was Millie in the movie. Um, she yes. was saying that they were treated like kings and queens and looked after okay. and loved. Yeah. So, and I, and I, it, I can believe yeah. it because the dog trainer, I, we looked it up yeah. afterwards as well. And the dog trainer is kind of a legend. Um, he did a lot of movies that you may or may not have heard of. Um, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Cujo? <laughs> oh, that's a dog or, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Raising Arizona. Like, he, he basically has yeah. done um, 35 years worth of movies and TV that are, like, 
really, really recognizable uh, stuff where he's the animal trainer for a bunch of things, like Stand mm -hmm. By Me and Miller's Crossing and, like, Nutty Professor even, like, Beethoven, Babe, like, all... Some yeah. really, really good movies, some not-so-good movies, but, like, all movies that are, you know, where the animals... The, lots of really good animal stunts and stuff in them, so it's, like, somebody who knows what he's doing. This movie has an interesting history, too, in a way... It was the first movie with this many dogs on film at one time because working with animals is really oh. tough. It really is. Like, oh yeah. So, yeah. so to train this many dogs to run mm -hmm. around and not like do something crazy when they're trying they're not to shoot fight this. each other and not yeah. like play and not like, yeah, yeah yeah. They did a lot of work on that, so that's interesting. And then the other thing is this movie actually got a PG rating originally, and the film directors fought with the MPAA to change it to R. Yes, because they need, they're like, no, 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 our movie's more intense than that. We need to sell this. Yeah. Come on, we gotta market it. Yeah, and it is. And I, I, for when the you 77, said that it had a PG, yeah. Yeah, for 77, this is, like, pretty graphic and, and anxious and scary at times. Oh, yeah, I, like, yeah. when you said that it was PG, I was like, that's, uh, mm, no, th yeah. this should not be a PG movie. Like, they fucked up, let's be honest, they fucked up that rating. I might... I could understand where it wouldn't be R. I can see, like, a, a 14A or something. They, there's no way this should be a PG movie. This movie's got some some dread yeah. in it. There's some moments that are like, whoa. <laughs> and, like, also, I mean, they they do show people getting mauled in some pretty intense sequences. Yes. Like, and, like, the dogs get really rowdy. There, there's some yes. scenes where they're, like, really close to moving cars that's, like, kind of nervous. <laughs> well... I mean, yeah. there's a scene where he runs them over. And it it, it kind of looks bad. It looks really, it looks really bad. It yeah. looks really, really bad. Like, they do, yeah. they do some trick camera work and stuff with some of these where, like, I'm pretty sure that what they did was it was a forced perspective. So, yeah. oh, God, later on there's a stunt where um, it's kind of really clever. Uh, the one guy runs down to the pier to, because there's a boat going by. Um, so he gets overly excited and he runs out and he's like shouting for the boat because they need rescue. They want to get off this island because all these dogs have gone feral. Yeah. And it, it near the end of the movie. And the boat is a bunch of like That boat is great. Teens or, that yeah. boat is great. Because like the whole message is tourists are shits, right? So it's it's in these, a lot it's of it, these, yeah. It's these touristy kids just driving by on their, like, speedboat. Like, yo, there's a guy over there with a gun at the dock. Whoa, show him our way, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of, yeah, yeah, they're just kind of being dickhead 20-year-old or, yeah. like, teen kind of kids. And, Little assholes. Um, he's yelling and shouting at them, and they drive off. And so then he's like, ah, shit. And he turns to go around, and there's dogs on the end of the pier. Like, the, the pack has shown up. And so he jumps off into the water and is like hanging on for dear life because I mean yeah. in weighted clothes like you can't really swim in that and another guy comes to rescue him and he runs the car through the pier to like get to their protected because the pack was was keeping him at bay basically that's why he jumped off yeah yeah exactly yeah they're at the end yeah. of the pier and he I think that what they did is they set it up like it, it seems like they would have done a forced perspective kind of thing where it looks like the dogs are really really close to the car because yeah. they shoot from behind and they're showing the dogs go like underneath it looked the like car. they were under it yeah yes but I think that it, it they were a ways in front of it and he got them all to roll over at like the same time like there's like oh, four yeah. or five dogs there 
And I'm pretty yeah. sure that what he did is, like, got them to lay down and roll over so that it looks like they're kind of getting hit and run over by the car. But it's just, they're 20 feet ahead of this car, and it looks like they're under it because of the fact that they've got the camera back and angled in a way, so... That makes but sense. It, like stuff yeah. like that looked real and intense. Like they're the mauling scenes. The mauling scenes look like like uh, it looks like somebody's getting fucking on. ripped apart by dogs. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Prospector Joe dies. Prospector Joe fucking dies. And it, and it's, Holy shit! It's not good looking. It looks no. bad. Because, like, a dog jumps through the window, and then the pack jumps after him, and they're all just like mauling him on the ground, and like it looks like they're ripping and tearing at his arm and it, it looks bad it looks bad it's it's yeah. good stunts like and they do good stunt work with these dogs they um, uh, they riled them up really bad okay so actually yeah millie mm-hmm. um who's the wife of marine biologist man uh sees the leader of the pack uh out at the edge of their backyard yes um sort of near their like ducks or geese i think they're ducks uh that yeah they, they, they randomly dogs, have yeah. And she's like, hey, get out of here. You leave. You leave. Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I yeah. fucked up. Shouldn't have gone Yeah, out. she's shouting at this dog, and the dog just starts snarling, and she's like, oh, that dog's not backing down, huh? Yeah, this sucks. Uh-oh. So she runs to, like, a, a an old beetle that they have in the yard, which is no longer functioning. And, like, yeah, it's up on locks herself in. Yeah. There's, like, a Cujo scene where the dog's, like, trying to get in through the window. And then the whole pack fucking surrounds the the car mm-hmm. and starts ripping out like at the the roof. Um, the yeah, because it's like a convertible beetle yeah. where it's like got the uh, just like um like a cloth kind of yeah. cover. Yeah, and and it looks terrifying because they really riled the actual dogs up for that scene. This is the last scene they shot for that whole movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. And there's some. It, it looks really bad, <laughs> like. If you rile up an animal that much, if that animal actually got in there during that scene, that could have actually been bad, I think. Like, it looks that uh, bad. I mean, they were saying that they had to tie the do- the dog's tails down because they were wagging so much okay, during yeah, that so, scene, right? Okay, so, yeah, in the interview, because they, they did an interview with the actress at uh, comingsoon.net. Um, so she says, the other thing was by the time we shot the ferocious attack on the car, all the dogs knew her very well. Because they've been hanging mm-hmm. out with her. Mm-hmm. So all their tails were wagging <laughs> when they went to the VW <laughs> lunging at her. They're like, oh my god, I love you, I love you. So they they, yeah. they taped their tails down so you wouldn't see it. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. They looked, t- like that but they scene, looked vicious. Though, was, yes, that scene was actually kind of nerve-wracking. Like, there's there's some scenes yeah. in this where I was like, you know... I'm I'm finding myself a little bit on my edge of my seat. I think they might actually kill this person. Like, yeah. there's, you were thinking that they might even kill the main character by the end of this film. The way they were going, I could have easily seen it. Yeah, yeah. Like they do a lot of there. There is a lot of non tropey things. Like it's I wouldn't say that this movie's a masterpiece or anything like mm. that. This is just a, a very competent horror movie. We're just so used to seeing incredibly incompetent horror movies that it seems incredible. Like, we are building yes. this up more than it is. But it it's just a really well shot, decently acted, like, decent stunts. Uh, like, 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 to go against tropes, makes um, sense. they have the old fisherman. Yeah. Who they introduce, um, part of the, the fisherman duo, I guess. 
Uh, yeah. But but he's kind of a dick the whole movie. And near the middle point, um, the radio's broken because there was a windstorm mm-hmm. the night before. So they can't ham radio for help once they realize that there's a pack of wild dogs attacking everybody. So he gets on a rowboat after fucking devouring two oranges <laughs> on screen. Um, <laughs> he really go, he just goes ham really on that. He just goes for those oranges. Yeah, man, that guy loves oranges. Um, but he gets on a rowboat to row 18 miles to... Mm-hmm. To get them help, right? And they, they, they show him rowing, like, another ten minutes later. So, like, hey, we didn't forget about this guy. He's still here. And and the trope would be, like, oh, he shows up at the end of the movie, and they brought a fairy, and they saved them, right? That's the trope. Yeah. No, he has a fucking stroke and dies. <laughs> He's just dead. Teens didn't go off to have sex. That didn't happen. Yep, yeah, no, there's no, like... There's yeah, no there's weird, no... creepy sex scene. <laughs> nope. There... I, again, like, I'm like, holy shit, this is a real horror movie director. You know, one that made a movie because they want to make a, mo- make a movie, yeah. and not one that wants to make a movie because they're like, well, it's hard to get into porn. If I trick people into thinking that we're doing a horror movie, I can get them to get naked and film yeah. that. Cool. Like, a character doesn't say, I'm going to go off on my own now, and then leave. Yeah. They all left because they had actual reason to go somewhere and do something, right? Like yes. And, and then once once they realize that that they're being attacked, they don't split up. They're like, oh, let's fucking hole up at this house. Actually, this seems great. Fuck this. Everyone acts logically in this movie, and if they don't act logically, then the way that they're acting is in an emotional way that makes sense for their character in the situation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, and then, for example, the guy that yeah. ran out onto the pier trying to get the boat, he left the door open and, like, for their cabin that they were holed up in and is, like, waving his gun, so he loses the gun, too. Yeah. But it's... They've been, at this point, they've kind of been holed up on a cabin after, like, th- four people have been mauled to death and most of his close friends, like, ba- this, the tourists are basically most of the casualties. And yeah. So, like, all of his friends and stuff are fucking dead, and he's been holed up with these people that he doesn't know, and they're kind of... You can tell that it's kind of tense. Like, people don't get along in a tiny little cabin like that when they've got almost no food and probably not a lot of running water and all this kind of stuff, right? And it makes sense that he's excited to try and find rescue and loses himself for a moment, right? It's yeah. 20 feet away from the house. He figures, ah, I'll just run out there, wave them down, and then we're fine. Like, I don't want to miss the boat. So the, the little things like that where it's like a mistake are mistakes that make sense. They're all something that are like, okay, yeah, I mean, somebody would totally do that in this situation. You're not thinking 100% clearly. He didn't sleep most of that night because he was on watch, right? Like, they had, like, yeah. watches set up and... So, like, oh, just different things they, like that. They um, rolled for the watch to see if anything would happen. You know? Yeah, yeah, and he, he ended up getting no encounters, but then yeah. made a stupid mistake, and yeah. the GM got right. him for well, it. Well, yeah, so. there, there's no... Well, all right, there's no monster attacking, but you hear a whirring sound. A whirring sound? Perception check. It's a boat. I go to the boat. You fucking yeah. idiot. And, and, idiot. Then, and then the DM just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... We should, I guess we should, like, just talk about the plot of this movie. So, like we said, there's, the start of it is, um, they're on, we're 20-some minutes into talking about this film. We've just kind of gone scene to scene. Uh, 
they are on this remote island. These owners kind of leave the pets out into the wilderness. It's not directly stated in such a flat-out way, in like yeah. that kind of a stupid way, but it's set up slowly that you realize that that's what's happened. Um, the one dog has been a through-line, actually, for this film, and is part of the theme in that, like, they tied it up in the woods and it manages to get away, but it's got, like, a, a rope still on it, and that dog kind of keeps showing up in the pack as mm -hmm. the movie progresses, too. But it's always, like, in the back and just kind of following them, and it gets stuck on a few things. Like, it's like, having its... That dog doesn't necessarily want to hate people. He's just scared of them now, basically, I think, right? Like, he's following yes, the pack yeah, they the just pack have it where it's wild up. And it's really hungry, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's it's lost in the woods and hungry. It's a domesticated animal that doesn't know how to forge for itself in the woods. And it's got, like, a, a rope still around its neck that keeps getting caught on things. So it's got, like, this huge hobbling factor that probably stops it from being yeah. able to catch other animals and things, too. Um, but anyway, so they leave that out in the woods. And then there's the two, uh, like, old crotchety fishermen kind of people... Um, that you were talking about, the one guy who tries to grow yeah. to safety eventually and get them help, and um, just kind of another, I don't know, like, local, I guess you could say. There's the prospector, and then there's the marine biologist and his family. Mm -hmm. He's got two, they've got two kids, and he's got his, like, wife. He's making her a cabin in the woods. Uh, they kind of show that, and they're talking about it. There's, there's a, there was the banker and the VP of the bank. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Then there's the yeah. tourists. There's a banker, yeah. bank VP, uh, a secretary, and, like, his son and... His, his son is like, great, by the way. <laughs> yes, his son's really good. His 40-year-old son who's balding. Oh, my that guy's God. Great. They make him such a fail son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, there's secretary and another... Um, there's another woman there for some reason. I can't remember. It's secretary and somebody else. But, like, Someone. a bunch of people from the company. Yeah. And they actually set it up where I thought they were going to be kind of creepy about it. Because, like, the crotchety old fishermen are, like, making stupid sex jokes kind of thing. Like, not... Yeah. I wouldn't say sex jokes, I guess. But they go, like, oh, like, we should check their fishing licenses. He's like, just don't ask for the marriage licenses. Or, like, oh, maybe they're having an affair going out in the cabin in the woods. Kind of thing, and you're like, oh god! And they show like at one point where one of the guys is kind of ogling her ass, the younger yeah. lady, kind of thing. But that's all they do with it. They kind of set it up that oh, okay, well this guy is kind of okay. trying to set it up with his son. They're, they're setting thing. it up that way because they want to set up his his dumb failure of a son <laughs> yes. with this woman. But he's also, like, all that is dropped the moment, like, they realize they're in an actual serious situation, too. Yeah, and the movie never, yeah. the movie never, like, overly sexualizes her in a way. Like, it, it, yeah. it shows one point where it shows the guy checking her out and it kind of, like, zooms in on her butt or whatever. But it's not, like, she's not dressed in, like, really flimsy clothing all the time. She doesn't run yeah. through the woods. She doesn't, like, they have a scene later on where she's running through the woods with the fail son, yeah. and, like, you'd expect, like, in a B-movie, 70s movie horror, you'd expect her to be running through the woods and her shirt to get all ripped up, yeah, and, with her, like, with her, boobs her to be on, like, a tank top, yeah. and... Like, oh, like, or she's out on, like, the beach with him, and they're, they're like, ooh, we should go skinny dipping, and then they get caught in the water, but, do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. some stupid-ass setup, like, they don't do that. She's in a heavy wool coat with big boots and stuff, and, because they're out in a wood, hike in the woods. Why would she be yeah. dressed skimpy? And, like, 
there's nothing like that. They don't go there. So I'm like, good for them. They didn't do that shit. But yeah, so like, um, we, we kind of get a lot of the movie at the beginning is uh, set up of all the different characters. So you kind of like know that these people yeah. are idiot tourists. And they do a good job of it because like they they have them, uh, like kind of the old fishermen are kind of like, like, oh God, another load of tourists don't know what they're doing kind of thing. And as they're saying that, they demonstrate it because the people try to get in the car, but she's still holding the fishing poles, so she yeah. almost bends the fishing poles as they get in, and they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. So they like, like, little bits and things like that. It doesn't show them as being, like, over-the-top incompetent, but it just shows them as, like, they're tourists, right? It, it sets up well that, like, there's some very, very woodsy people, and then some people that are there for the weekend. Yeah, it, it, it does shows. a good job of setting up the characters, the relationships, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, why they're there. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Yeah, the banker's there with, like, his son because he wants his son to, like... He kind of wants his son to be tougher, and he's trying to set him up with this woman and stuff. And the son even bulks at that at one point. That's kind of the son's arc, in a way, is that he's yeah. really upset about, like, oh, my dad just gives me everything. Like, I, I don't earn anything in my life kind of thing. He just does stuff for me. And it's like, you know, like, makes sense, right? Like, they, yeah. they give characters the, a reason. Speaking of... Um... I don't. I don't even want to talk about the plot like linearly for this movie. To be honest, mm. I just want people to watch this movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's but, fair. But the deaths are um, varied in, in an interesting way. Um, yes, there. I mean, so Prospector Joe. That's not his name. We're calling him Prospector Joe for very obvious um, reasons. It's like McMahon. Oh God, McManaman um, or something. Yeah, yeah, old old man McManaman. <laughs> Old yeah. McMahon man, man. But old McMahon man, 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 man with beard man, man. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. But McMahon he, man, man, beard man. But he has a dog named Zsa which is a German shepherd. Uh, we didn't even mm-hmm. mention Rye. Rye's a really good boy. We'll get to Rye. Uh, but we'll yeah, so he, he has a dog named Zsa uh, and they live, you know, alone. Uh, and Zsa yes. is very protective and very sweet. And uh, as the pack you know, surrounds his house. Zsa runs out and is like, hey, get the fuck away from my human. And and unfortunately goes down from the pack that attacked the dog, yeah. uh, which sucks. They, they ripped the dog um, apart. It's it's bad. Um, yeah, that one was... There, there's was some bad. dog violence in here that's pretty rough to see. Uh, we, were, we were assured that these dogs were okay in this interview, so... Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that out there. Um, but that one, that, that's pretty good. There's, uh, oh, what's her name? Lois, who ran off into the woods with, uh, the son. The yep, failure, yep. miserable, worthless son. <laughs> and, and he, so she, like, trips on something and falls in, like, a pool of water, and he just keeps fucking running. And the whole pack, Yeah, he like, leaves her. He just abandons her immediately. Yeah, but, but the whole pack, like, runs him out of the woods, onto the beach, on a cliff... And then runs him off the cliff, and he just yeah jumps he gets off. a choice of just jump off the cliff or get mauled by the dogs, and he jumps yeah. yeah. And then uh, Lois wanders into the the like farm that they were staying in. The the pack was staying in. Yeah, the shelter. pack found an abandoned. There was like they show early on. There's like a big rainstorm, and the pack yeah. runs into this like old abandoned barn. And yeah. she finds it as well, and she's kind of lost in the woods at this point because she tripped and fell and stuff and was running from the pack, and now she's 
doesn't know where she is, so she sees this shelter and takes, well, you know, takes shelter in it. And yeah, at that and then point, when the pack shows up, they maul her, mm-hmm. right? Like, that makes sense. There's variety of location, what they're doing, why they're there. Uh, the, uh, I guess the father, they, uh, the, the banker, mm-hmm. uh, goes on a murderous rampage after the dogs when he finds out that they killed his son and Lois. And and yep. then he gets mauled because he's a dumb idiot and he was on a murderous rampage. <laughs> like, but like again, that's it's one of those things where like yeah, he does a really stupid thing. So yeah. they go out and they find her body in the barn, and so he he's the one with the rifle. And at the time, he's like fuck this, and he runs outside and he slams the door and he's like, "Where's my son?" Because he doesn't know that his son's dead, and he's like, "I'm I'm gonna kill these sons of a bit sons yeah. of bitches for my Tommy and stuff." And he tries to drive the car over the dogs, and then he's you know, going out and he's trying to blast them and so of course they maul him and it's stupid, but at the yeah. same time it's like, he's grief-stricken and angry and it, it makes perfect sense what he's doing. Yeah. Like, what what he's doing is very dumb, but also from an emotional standpoint of like the way people act when something like tragic happens or scary happens, it makes perfect sense why he does what he does. Like, so if this was a slasher movie, um, mm-hmm. they would just be, you know, walking in the woods and then machete through the chest or something, right? Like, yeah, it's not as interesting in in necessarily in, in why they're being attacked or what happens to lead up to that attack. Um, yes. You're not there for the spectacle of the murder, right? Yeah. Like, it, the, the murder is almost, like second hand to the rest of, of what is happening because it's the people that are the interesting part yeah they make the people and the theme of the movie the part that matters where it's yeah there, there's the, the kind of like you said like the a bit of the man versus nature but it's because yeah. what man has done to nature you know what this reminds me of actually um night of the living dead that's a movie about people sure. And how they yes. react yep. and, and how they handle being in a boarded up house situation while surrounded mm-hmm. by murdering beings, right? Like, yeah, I was thinking that at one point, I, it, I, I was thinking at one point that it was almost going to veer a little bit into that territory of, like you said, like the Night of the Living Dead or yeah. the thing, right? Where it was kind of like, oh, now that they're holed up in this house, the biggest enemy is each other a little bit. Like, yeah, they're all reasonable people because like they start fighting a lot. Like there's a, a the tourists are really upset at the game warden, uh, like marine biologist man because they're like, what the fuck? Like you failed to protect everybody, and they, they both don't have a point and also have a point. Do you know what I mean? Like he's totally right, and he's like, they weren't a problem until now. Like I didn't know there was a whole pack of them. We've seen one or two every once in a while, feral out in the woods. What am I supposed to do? Hunt down every damn dog on the island? It doesn't make sense. And he's like, they only just now started attacking people. Now they're a problem, and now I'm dealing with it. And it, yeah. but at the same time, from their perspective, they're like, fuck, two people are dead, my friends. Like. You're the game warden. This is supposed to be your job to protect the wildlife and the people here, and you're not doing it. So there's, like, all of their conflicts make sense, and the reason why they're angry at each other makes sense. But I was thinking that they might start more and more kind of being each other's enemies, and they don't totally veer into that. Yeah. I I do think that that might have made it, like, better than it is. Like, if they had really done some very Because they could have gone further. They could have. They 
They could have gone a lot further yeah. and done better even with that. I don't think that they did bad. I just think that it, it doesn't go super in-depth in that way. It, it kind of leaves it more surface level. And they just stay more on the line of, like, the, the actual nature kind of thing. Because there's an idea of, uh, like, sort of the theme of the movie. The dog that we were talking about that had the rope on it the, the whole time. The collie, yeah. The collie, yeah. It was a, oh, it was a really cute collie, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, this lassie dog, this cute border collie that's running around with the rope on it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the film... Um, I guess I... Should we even spoil how the end of the movie goes? Uh, I, let's just, just watch this? Let's just put a spoiler warning. Spoiler. Okay, spoiler we warning. Because, like, we this don't is do a movie spoilers. that you could... Yeah, we don't do those yeah. much, so... If you like... If you like B-movie horror... I mean, B-movie. This is really like, like, yeah, but... I mean, it's not even B-movie. If you like old horror movies that are just kind of a classic kind of creature horror movie, you might want to actually watch this, so spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, the... At the end, uh... The game warden kind of gets tired because they've lost the gun. Because the guy runs out to to the pier, like we talked about, to get the boat. So he loses the last gun. Uh, everybody's hurt. Everybody's tired. They've been holed up in this house for a couple days. And he's like, fuck this shit. I'm done. And he makes a plan, which is actually kind of clever. Because uh, they have a stairway into the attic. And he's like, well, the dogs can't get up that. I'll lure the dogs into the house. Everybody else will leave. Uh, there's a gas barrel outside because you've got like mm-hmm. generators and trucks and stuff. Makes sense. Rural kind of place. Um, the other guy is going to get gas and kind of pour it into a, like a little bowl and then leave a trail of it, light the house on fire and it'll burn up real quick because it's this old wood house. And um, I'm going to run into the attic so the dogs can't get me, and then I'll jump out of the second floor window and run, we'll have the dogs burn in the house. We'll trap yeah. them in there. And he enacts that plan, manages to do it, and this dog that's had a rope on it throughout the movie that we've kind of seen glimpses of hanging around the back of the pack all the time, um, tries to go into the house to follow the rest of the dogs, mm-hmm. but gets its rope stuck out in the woods. Like, it, it gets stuck on a log again. And so it watches as all these other dogs burn alive in this house, which is kind of horrific yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie yeah. is, tra- like, it's tragic. There's a lot of... I, I don't feel a good lot of... about any death in this movie. No. I really don't. No. No, this movie was, yeah, it, it does a good job of, like, just feeling melancholy and tragic, like you said. And I yeah. think that it was on purpose. But anyway, so he jumps out of the second floor window, gets away... Then they see that there's this one dog left. The one guy goes over to, like, hit it over the head because he's the t- one of the tourists and, like, kill this dog. And the game warden's like, leave the fucking dog alone. Goes over there and brings it a bunch yeah. of crackers. And he starts, like, feeding it and being like, it's okay. It, it, like, it, nobody's going to hurt you now. And at the final shot of the movie is the dog taking a treat from his hand and then slowly leaning forward and licking it. So it's like so, this yeah. kind of hopeful ending. There. It's interesting because that dog has an overwhelming arc. There's a dog yes. arc. <laughs> yeah, there's but a character arc for a for dog. Because because that dog is abandoned by a tourist yes. at the beginning of the film, um, and then you see throughout the movie the dog isn't even like actively involved with the attacks. It's sort of in the back. It's being like kind of fretful and like not sure if it wants to be part of the pack, but it kind of is just there like it, it has to to survive it, it has a chance of rehabilitation 
and, mm-hmm. and that rehabilitation of like they're not bad animals like they didn't want to do what they're doing you know like they we just need to take nope. better care of them and if we don't this is the type of thing that can happen so it ends on this this hopeful message of you know like there's still something that could be done and yes. and we as humans need to take better care of these animals and they need to be respected in a way like it, it this this big arc of this this dog they could have just made this a feral fucking asshole dog that just like attacked I was thinking them, that and they, they didn't. Yeah, I was thinking that the, what they would do at the end is that that dog would survive, see yeah. the other dogs get killed, and become like the leader of a new pack, and they'd be like, "Oh, the pack two, the pack two, like, the packinating." No, yeah, no, not at all. Like they no. don't, they don't set that up in the slightest. They set it up as like they keep, they keep the theme strong throughout. Where like you said, it's the yeah. theme is it's. Man needs to take better care of nature, or nature will, in fact, fucking bite back. And at the end of it, it says, listen, we fucked up. We've done some things that, or, like, other people have done things, even. Because, like, that's kind Mm -hmm. of a point, too, is that the locals aren't mistreating dogs. It's all these tourists that don't care about the environment and don't care about nature. And, but there's, like, this idea of... It still is going to hurt all of us, so we need to all learn to get along and all need to learn to, like, treat nature better. And there's still something that you can do to do that. Like, there's kind of this resonant theme throughout. It's... It's a movie! There's themes in this! There's themes in this! We watched a movie! (laughs) This movie has an arc and a theme and, like, sticks with it and it makes sense and it, it works... They do things like, yeah. I, I do see why people probably don't like this, like I said, in that it, it does take some time, but I, that's what I liked about it, is that it has the quiet moments to build up to bigger ones, and like a good way, example of that is that we talk about um, old McMahon Man Man, uh, who died out yeah. in his cabin, dies in the first 20 minutes of the film. Yes. And you're like, oh, okay, well, they're setting this up, and oh, like, they're ramping things up fast, this is... They're going to have to, like, slow things down and make it boring. But what it is is it's more of a setup of dread because they do a good mm-hmm. job of all of the the people being kind of separated and learning about the actual pack of dogs piece by piece kind of thing mm-hmm. and how much of a threat they are in that, like, the main character, uh, first Jerry, first sees the wild dog out by the dump and he just sees one dog. And it hurts his dog, who's the best boy. Rye, Rye rules. Rye's a good boy. Rye's such a good boy. But, um, yeah. so, it hurts his dog, and he's like, oh, there's a feral dog out there. I guess I'll go have to go out and put it down. Which is not a big threat. He's like, oh, everyone he's be a, careful. He's a game warden, like, yep. of some kind, anyway. Like, yeah, it makes sense. And he basically sends out a notice kind of thing where he's like, there is a wild dog that is running around. It might be dangerous. Just be careful when you're walking around. If you see a dog back away from it slowly kind of thing. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Doesn't know there's a whole pack of them yet. And, uh, like, again, then the kids go out to play, and they're in the treehouse. And that's when he learns that there's a pack. Well, the kids, he's like, oh, stay close because there's a wild dog. But the kids are kids, and they're also like, well, there's only one dog. It's not that big of a deal. So they kind of run off a little bit. 
the tourists are like, oh, well, there's one dog. If two of us go on a hike together, it's one wild dog. What's the big deal? So, yeah. like, everybody kind of learns out piece by piece what's going on. And so you see, like, uh, Minnie gets attacked in the car. and Or Millie, sorry. Millie, Millie yeah. gets attacked in the car. And that's when they realize, oh, shit, this is, like, serious. But by then, there's a lot of people that are all kind of in different places mm-hmm. at where they don't need to, like, they don't learn right away. And so the tension is, you know, as an audience member, oh, shit, these are a serious threat. They are killing people. But you get, like, people wandering through the woods not really knowing that and having, like, interactions that make sense for where they are. But we as an audience are kind of like, oh, shit, you need to get out. <laughs> like, oh, don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't don't go in there. Like, when she's going into the barn, right, for shelter, you're like, it's yeah. been set up that you've seen these dogs in there. Nobody else really knows even that they're there. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, she's, she's in some trouble if she's going to have a nap there. That's a bad spot to take shelter. But so it, it does a good job of kind of interspersing, like, lots and lots of buildup and dread. Mm-hmm. And the characters making logical choices, but that you know are going to kind of possibly be bad. And they do a good job of, like, not all of them end up bad. Like, not everybody in those situations die. Mm-hmm. It, so it's like you kind of have this tension of, like, oh, is this person going to get away or are they going to die? And you don't really know. So that's kind of the the ratcheting up of the tension, right? Is that you kind yeah. of... It jumps from, like, a kill to then somebody else, some new group that doesn't necessarily know where the dogs are, doing their own thing and having their character moments, and you're sitting there kind of going like, okay, <laughs> they're out in the woods, why are they doing this? Uh, that's a bad spot to be. And you yeah. you don't know if they're going to die or if they're going to make it, because a lot of people, like I said, it's a, Millie it's gets a away movie. from the car scene. It's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. Fuck. But, like, I can understand yeah. if you don't like the quiet build-up yeah. moments, if you don't like the dread kind yeah. of things, then I could see why you would not like this movie a lot. So, but, um, yeah. let's talk about the dogs a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. since we're, we're kind of wrapping up here. So, sure. all the dogs in this film are actually rescues that oh, that, that uh, famous dog trainer then took in yeah. and trained. So that's cool. Um, they Carl also, Lewis Miller, by the way. Yeah, Carl Lewis Miller. Was they there. did a lot to make them look feral. They like matted their fur with Vaseline to make them look shiny, and, and oh, they, yeah. they put things in their mouth to make them lift up their their gums to snarl. Peanut butter, you said. I think it's peanut butter, or they they might have just put like something in the mouth, like there, to like lift it up a bit. Um, mm. So that was interesting. But outside of that, the dogs are actual actors. In this movie, like yes. the the yeah. the main pack leader, his name is Josh. By the way, the dog, oh. um, he is a leading actor in this movie. Yeah, like him and Jerry are the two main actors. They they get, I would say, equal screen time. Yes, real yeah, talk. That's probably um, true. The other thing is uh, the collie. So in order to get them to. To do what they wanted. Like, they needed that dog to be scared and, like, wary. Especially at the mm-hmm. end. It was really important at the end. So, like, the, the trainer had to get that dog to be that way. But they have a yeah. really good relationship. Like, him and that dog mm-hmm. are very close. That's how you get the trust build up to have these dogs do what you need to do on screen, right? 
So in, yes. in that same interview, um, the, the actress for Millie was saying, I remember there was that dog from the start that closes the film, that, that lovely collie that gets to be uh, rehabilitated, and she was meant to be quite uh, scared throughout the film. And Carl yeah. would have to yell at her to get her to become frightened. Aww. And it would kill him to do that. He would get Aww. depressed from doing it. And as soon as they would yell cut, he would race to her and make sure she was okay. And she was, and she was super Aww. happy right afterwards. But That's like sad. Like they had to they had to go out of their way to make the animals react in a way that made sense on screen. And and yeah. not all that is training. That's just like you had to have that trust with those animals first to get the reactions mm. that they wanted. And then they had to make sure afterwards, like, oh, are you actually okay? I didn't actually mean to yell you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, Aww. it's really cute. Um, behind the scenes. There's a lot... It's nice to know that they they took such good care of them because they made it look like they didn't. <laughs> very, yes. Very yeah, they bad. made like, this... So... This movie is full of a lot of, like, oh... Oh those oh those dogs. Oh those dogs. Oh yeah. dogs. No no no. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like oh I don't wanna I don't wanna see these dogs get hurt no more. But like they're again it's kind of an it's a really tragic story. Yeah. Like that's why the I think that's why the message of it works too, in that like it's not that nature is bad, it's that nature is nature and we need to respect and take care of it. And it, it really underscores the tragedy of that that like you said no deaths in this movie are interesting or like they're not fun to watch or deserved none of them yeah all of the people feel like even the people that you don't necessarily like a lot none of them are bad people necessarily they're just kind of you know like they might have made a mistake or two or you might not like certain parts of them but nobody's like an outright villain by any means Nobody's really villainous or evil or a total piece of shit in this movie. Like, there's not really yeah. any of that at all. And all the dogs have, like... You, you get that tragic backstory of the Collie that ties it together of, like, this whole idea of... These are just dogs trying to survive and nobody treated them well enough. And yeah. it, it, it just makes a really tragic movie. It's both a horror movie but also like it has an uplifting ending and also is like you said a lot of melancholy and tragedy in it so it's yeah it's a weird film but it's a neat one I, I did like this film a lot well I think we should rate the dogs I, I, I feel like at this point we both said enough good things about yes. this movie um, mm -hmm. you should just watch it <laughs> it's so nice to actually talk about a good movie yeah. I can't wait yeah. until next week when we do the pack 2016 and we hate everything about it because they destroy everything good in this movie because i've seen trailers for it and i was always thinking that they were like remaking this movie and oh boy um it does, I they can't it. be yeah. <laughs> they really no, can't yeah. be because i've seen trailers like holy shit okay yeah. anyway <sighs> um let's rate jaja let's start there prospector's faithful loyal friend jaja was very very protective and a very loyal dog and didn't deserve what happened and that dog gets a very solid 13 out of 10 i love that dog i i'm just really glad yeah. that uh in intense situations zaza doesn't come apart you fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Rai. <laughs> Zaza doesn't go to pieces when a really uh, bad situation comes up. Zaza goes out and fights. Yeah, Zaza, I, I, that was rough. I hated watching yeah. that scene. That was probably the roughest uh, scene in this movie. There, there was, Zaza gets torn apart, but Zaza's a really, really cute, ger- like you said, German shepherd. German and, shepherd. Uh, Rai yeah, is also a German shepherd. Yes. Uh, Rai is a very loyal, very good dog. Loves their their family and their owner and is very protective and a very good boy and also gets away with the family and oh what a good boy like also oh, thirteen yeah Rai survives Rai survives it doesn't join the pack Rai is yeah. very very nice I I was thinking that they might go for that too that they might yeah. have like some of the like in dogs right mm-hmm. that where like oh like oh there's a frequency that's making all the dogs go insane but it's no. No, they don't do any of that. The, like, the dog like, oh, that no. is well taken care of, that isn't neglected, that isn't left to fend for itself is, as it turns out, fine. A very loyal, nice, awesome, cute dog yeah. that gets injured at the beginning of the movie fighting off the, the dog to help him. Uh-huh. And then it it fights again um, when like they're holding down the house like, at one point. This, this movie at all does not say dogs are bad. That is not a no. message this film says, and I love that. Um I gave yeah. 13 out of 10. I like Rye. Absolutely. I These are some yeah. of the best dogs we've ever seen yeah. on film. Uh, 100%. There's Josh, which is the lead, like, pack dog. Yes, the uh, bad dog, the antagonist. Uh, Josh is a little miss... Uh, I don't... Hmm. I'm going to give Josh a Meryl Streep out of 10, because that's some good acting. I feel like Josh is actually acting. a good yeah. boy... I feel yeah. like Josh is actually a good boy, but Josh comes off as a bad boy. I, I would give Josh a black swan out of ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they really... The dog... Um, it, they really cujo this dog up. They really this do. This dog is yeah. like... It is... It looks mangy and nasty and mm. scary. Like, it... That dog looks terrifying in a few scenes to be yeah. honest like that car attack scene when she's in that volkswagen beetle i thought they were gonna have her die i thought that was gonna oh, be her death scene and it was uh, pretty intense so there's something really funny i think the trainer was joking with her <laughs> by the way but during that same interview he's like oh by the way there's only so much i can do about the dogs if that dog actually got in there you might have ripped your face off. <laughs> i mean i, I think maybe. there's a little bit of truth to that in the maybe. way that like yeah, I think there's a little bit of truth to that in the way that like animals, uh, animal trainers in Hollywood have been mauled quite a few times by yes. like, various animals. Not generally by dogs, but like I, the thing is that if you get dogs too excited, even if they're being playful and stuff like that, like they can play too hard and they can hurt you. So they're, yeah, they're, there's they're still a animals. last is the collie, which is the opening and ending of the film, uh, and you that keep rating these. Is... Is 13 really out of 10, so I have to go 14 out of 10, because that dog is yeah. maybe my favorite dog that we've ever seen put to film. I wanted to, like, yeah. reach through the scene and give it Just a give hug. give it a hug. Yeah, like, a 14 out of 10 is fair, I think. Yeah. Because, God, it, like, the beginning of it, I cannot underscore mm-hmm. the tragedy of the beginning of this, of, like, these two shitty parents telling their kid to leave this dog in the woods, and this kid, yeah. like, crying and trying to, like, give it hugs and stuff as they, like, tie it up. And he's like, it's fine, don't worry about it. And it's like, God, God, it sucked. I mean, it was supposed to suck, so the movie does it right, but it's, suppo- it's supposed to suck, and it sucks. It sucks yeah. to watch. Uh, final note, 
the pet counter on this film is five. Five. You got five? I got I only five. Had four. So I missed one. The lick on the hand at the end counts as a pet. <gasps> yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Five. The very, very yes. That's the last pet of the movie. It, the movie ends on a good pet. It ends okay. on a pet. It sure, ends on yeah. a pet. It d- ringing endorsement. Movie ends on pets. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a pet of my probably my favorite dog that yeah. we've ever had. Yeah, the dog that just needed a good hug the whole movie. All we needed to do this is like the perfect dog movie. The whole point of the movie is that you need to go out and hug and pet your dogs and treat them good. Yeah. Boom! Perfect dog film. Pet dogs. Well, there's one way we can end this. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, I got a letter from our lawyers. Uh, dear listeners of Roof Cuts, uh, we apologize for watching a good film, <laughs> and we acknowledge your concern. Uh, the demand for a way worse film has been dramatic, uh, and we will make good effort to follow through on that. Thank you. We... We've got it. Don't worry. Pack the pack 2016. I, I can guarantee. I will. I don't know what I'll do. I need to have some kind of bet. Like I don't. <laughs> I'll do. Uh, there's something wild that I have to do if that's wrong. Like there's no yeah. way the pack 2016 is going to be a good movie. I've seen the trailer for it and it. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. too much, but it feels very much like all of the things that we were talking about, like, about how they don't have the dogs go wild and just, like, opening doors and shit that don't make sense. It's going to do all of those things. Every single thing in this movie that we are like, wow, they avoided all the real obvious tropes that would have made this movie shitty. Yeah. It's going to fucking trip into every one of those. It's going to, st- it's in a world of upturned rakes, baby, and it's going to step on all of them. Yeah. Thank you for your support during these trying times of watching good movies. Watching good movies is a very unfortunate thing for our podcast. Uh, Hopefully you'll come back next week when we watch a bad movie. Uh, I, I All I can say is I guarantee it will be. <laughs> have, a right. good, have a good one. Thank you for supporting Rough Cuts. Um, it does mean a lot to us. I actually fixed our Patreon because apparently it was broken. Somebody mentioned that to me, so I apologize. <laughs> We've got our Patreon fixed. Uh, you can follow us at Rough Cuts Cast on Twitter, or you can send us suggestions or anything else you want. We actually have received fan art from Benji the Hunted, which is really good. It's true. Um, uh, we have at roughcutscast at gmail.com as our email, so you can always send any suggestions or comments or things that you have there. And if you rate us on iTunes and stuff, always super appreciated share us on twitter that kind of stuff and we will see you next time see ya my whole life ruined by dogs